0: I know
1: Welcome back to episode two of the 10 Years of Tones podcast with me, your host, Sam White. Tonight, I am joined by some people you remember from last week and maybe some new people. So uh, I'd like to welcome back Ben. Welcome back. Boom, boom. Good evening, Connor.
2: Glad to be here. <laughs>
1: And Daz, welcome back. How are you? And hello, Robert.
3: So, sorry.
4: <laughs> Come on, Rob, we need a soundbite.
3: Yeah, so so kind to be back after uh, last week's hour to, deplorable <laughs> performance last week.
4: You're lucky you back.
1: Good. And we do have uh, a new guest joining us. So if you'd like to introduce yourself, your name, your T number and what generations you are in Trinitones, please. Mysterious guest.
5: Mysterious guest number one speaking. Uh, I actually don't know my T I think it's T29. Where's the T numbers list?
1: I have it here. You are T29. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Oh, I've nailed it. Okay.
5: Um, so yeah, I am Neil Don. I am T29 and I was in the group from... Gen four to gen seven.
1: Yes. I think. You'd be right. Well remembered.
5: <clears throat> and I, I'm a big fan of the show. I listened to the first episode today and begged to come on.
1: <laughs> Great. Raving reviews. Absolutely. Coming in. All one of them. Um so yeah. So we're back and we're gonna yeah, we're just gonna get straight into it and we're gonna pick it up at uh, I guess October 2013 where we have Gen 3 Um, so
6: can, can we can, rewind Sam sorry
1: we can rewind okay okay are we going to summer or
6: I, I'm actually thinking that myself and Daz and I think Rob were sitting on the couch in the arts block figuring out what would happen to Trinitones next year do you remember that Daz um <clears throat> Uh yeah no no. So, so I th- I think Patty and Lindsay were planning on uh, shutting the thing down. Yeah, <laughs> or else they were planning on converting it into a a male and female mixed group because well they there
4: were yeah there was um talk about getting someone external to the group which some people weren't too keen on. Um, which is why, yeah I mean, I don't remember the exact moment or the exact couch. But there were conversations well, around that time.
6: I, re- I remember, the, the reason I remember it is because up to that point, I had no idea Daz liked Trinitons. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware that he did in the first yeah. or didn't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
6: Up to that point, I thought like Daz was like, ah, oh, no, Trinitons, bit cringe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best you'd get out of him. And then when Patty and Lindsay were like, "Oh, we've, we've," I think there's these people they take it over, um, and it might be a boys and girls group. I don't really know where it came from, but I just was like, "No, sure, we'll, we'll take it over." And then we brought it up, and then Shardaz, you were in straight away. Yeah, do you remember? No, you were there, Rob.
3: I don't. I have no recollection of being there.
4: Funny enough, but uh... okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if Rob was there. I don't think we hung around with Rob at that point. No offense, like we just actually we didn't really know each other very well. Yeah. yeah Whereas well, me and you Ben
3: were, I was still scared of you at that point there.
4: Yeah. I still had pretty short hair. <laughs> <laughs> and an earring. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Shaved head and an earring. Tough boy earring. <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah, but anyway, the, the, the thing was, after that, we're like, oh, no, we'll take it over. We'll take it over. And we had a couple of, like, fairly fledgling ideas of what we would do differently at the group, mm. which is break Paddy and Lindsay's golden rules. Immediately. Yeah. As soon as possible. <laughs> which, so, if you if you watched uh, the first episode,
4: Sam, are you about to fill us in? Like, they wanted it to be just pop. Mm. Like, they, they, the first, like, which is kind of funny, because when... When they left, we broke their two rules immediately. They said no trad and no beatles.
3: So good you need to hear it twice. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the golden
6: rule. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So that was that was where I thought the whole Trinitones Gen three began.
1: Yeah. So sorry, I, I'm wrong to go from say October, September, like Freshers Week and stuff. So this is that we're coming to the end of, I guess, Gen Two, when Paddy and Lindsay are we're about to move on. on. About to move yeah. on, okay, and they have to and this is, I guess, the end of that kind of origins era, mm. and they have to find new people to to take the reins. So, did you did you think much about it, Ben, about putting your name forward, or how how did it come to yourself and Daz?
6: It was that time we were chatting in the arts block. I, I remember it, I had never thought of it before, and then mm. in an instant, I was like, "Well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely uh, running this thing." I don't know, I just became convinced. I think because Daz said, oh yeah, i do that too. Then that mm. was it. And mm. I
4: think we just went to Paddy and Lindsay and they were like, oh yeah, go for it, Matt. I think we did, but we, first of all, it was, it was part of, was this at the time when we were, um, were actually, we weren't part of Singers before this? Was that? We actually had to get accepted into the society. Oh. So being accepted into the society meant that there had to be a, an audition for uh for the director mm. so you did something man. i, I did uh did. bastille bastille yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 inspired by
2: Tony ball the, the 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 april before
4: yeah the uh, zeitgeist song the great there was that
1: the, was that the excellent lineup 2013 like the, 2013, the insane yeah. lineup with like
3: ali golding and and trinitones um, in the trailer on the front yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was that the uh, singer's AGM where we tried to take over the society? No. That's Trinitone's. Was... Oh,
4: yes. <laughs> was it actually? Mark, oh,
3: sorry. Mark became s- secretary. Oh yeah, God, I, God. I, I, I was PRO.
6: Oh, I remember. I became Trinitone's director, Daz, and you needed a
4: role, so you, <laughs> end, you ended up being librarian. I, no, it wasn't librarian. Sorry, it wasn't librarian. It Social was... secretary. It was Trinitones and Boydell social tech.
0: Yeah.
4: You used yeah. to have to organise platters. That was it, yeah. You to have to ring ring up Mick circles and say any any platters going, just a load of hungry lads coming. <laughs>
5: that was Is that not was that not the year I joined? I feel like Dazzy used to do that when I was there. Oh, that was the no.
4: No, but I probably kept doing that anyway. was yeah. <laughs> I didn't need a roll to ask for platters, man. But... Long the long stone. Yeah. Yeah. Um and oh
1: god, um and uh, but it's 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 interesting to think that if yourself and Daz Ben hadn't stepped in and put yourselves forward, that maybe Lindsay and Paddy might have gotten someone external, which I don't think people would ever think of doing something like that now, and perhaps mm. that wouldn't have boded yeah. well for the future. And who knows what would have happened if if he hadn't stepped up and done it.
2: I don't think Patty and Lindsay really wanted to, you know, to enforce anything on us. Mm. They were just trying to do the best for the group and trying to find some way for it to continue. Yeah. Um. So I think they were delighted when they just didn't ha- have any idea that there was any appetite.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And the uh, and then the rest of the lads were they were they all were they happy enough with these two taking the reins?
3: Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to come in there. Go on, Rob. <laughs> so at the time, there there was a view within a certain <laughs> faction of the group <laughs> <laughs> um, that it, it, your partnership wasn't going to be successful. Oh, ben, ben and Dad's. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying happen? that was a view that I held, but I'm just saying that there uh. was a view. And but, like, you know, turned out to be very wrong. It was uh, just a match made in heaven.
6: Well, can, can, be you, can you maybe give some of the specifics as to why it would have failed?
3: <clears throat> I think maybe people underestimated, like, your interest in the choir. Like, my recollection, let's say, of you, Ben, from my first year would have been that you were, you know, quite quiet. <laughs> mm. Um. And it's just because I didn't know you. And, um, yeah, I guess I, I, I think like people just maybe underestimated your ability, like your guys, uh, you know, shared ability to, to lead the group. Like P- Patty and Lindsay were obviously four years, um, in college were, um, you know, Patrick was a, a big personality. Um, like they had a hold on, on the group and on the room. um, And I guess it's probably just like the fear that that comes with a change in leadership, particularly as early on as that. And probably like after the success that we had in gen two, I think, Mm. you know, probably quite anxious that, um, I remember being disappointed, like learning that Patty and Lindsay were leaving at the time. Like obviously they were finishing up in college. So it made absolute sense. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it was, yeah, it was an important transition. Um, I guess people were just anxious about it, but it actually worked out very well. Um, and like the, the the change in direction from from the choir or for the choir for that point on, like just, um, I think we went from strength to strength. Maybe not in terms of viral success or whatever, but um, I think the choir as a whole became more and more successful from that point on as the years went on. Yeah, I think one of the,
6: like, Daz, you might remember, and obviously Connor there as well, but um uh i one of the priorities or at least this is maybe this rose tinted glass but one of my priorities coming in was like a, to try and get a cultural change in the group because we'd had that big massive group in gen two and a lot of flakes and uh you yeah, know there's kind of bad vibes as well a little bit that that was res, that results from not ever not everyone giving 100 percent, and uh there was there was definitely that side of things we wanted to change and I think that changed pretty quickly that would that was my perception anyway we had a we had a smaller group and uh I think the commitment was was better from the get-go but yeah I know I'm not I I don't know what that's
4: no I think so yeah um and again I think I said this last week like I think it was more with the with dirtbag behind us, it felt like okay, yeah, we will take this seriously, and we kind of made. The, I think what every year though it became, um, I suppose we got like the opportunity to, to to vet people in the in the audition process to be like, yeah, I think, I think they're not flakes, you know, mm. uh, and we that was definitely that's definitely a priority, you know, um, yep. and ar- around the same as their musical ability. Well, like mm. it's, it's it's important alongside it, so.
1: So um only three new members in gen three you have t22 Deer brennan uh t or yeah t22 diarma brennan t23 richard o'connell and t24 tom marr mm. um so yeah maybe a lot of a good few lads would have left i'd say yeah i'm just looking here maybe oh four five six seven eight nine ten eleven oh yeah eleven here i have leaving gen 3 um so that's a lot of people this is the first mm-hmm. kind of mass exodus so yeah. um so what would have that left you if how many people would have been in the group then with 14 we
0: had
6: four bases four baritones four t2s and then connor and tom on, on t1
1: so yeah, that's, that's where we start anyway. With Barrett and Callahan departing from Trinitone's, two new directors were elected in the shape of Ben Jacob and Darren Eshaw, both of whom have been founding members of the group. Then we come to two months after taking charge, the pair had led the group to national headlines once more in performing with Scrub star Sam Lloyd. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: national
4: headlines.
5: What national headline was
6: that? Uh, I think it was the Journal.
4: I've actually, sorry, <laughs> I gracious. actually just, I've actually just seen something on on one of our pages. Um, <laughs> so a Scrubs actor performs at Dublin University, right? That's the headline. It's posted by Ben. The <laughs> caption is: "Is Yahoo News a big deal?" <laughs> 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 that it's it's yeah.
6: Gabo oh, is- Gabo said or Connor said. I think it's an aggregator. Uh, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah just an aggregator describes different news outlets that's such a
2: dull piece of clarification (laughs) it's so
4: irrelevant
2: uh
1: connor where'd we be without you
0: was
1: it you yeah was it connor yeah it It was Gabo, Gabo. fair enough okay so so we were hearing on the last pod about about like uh, rob was saying about meeting like bobby McFerrin at a at a talk in the phil so was it a kind of? How did that kind of come about? Because you actually sang with Sam Lloyd. You didn't get to sing really with Bobby McFerrin. Who was there? Who who out of the lads here were there? Because there wasn't not all of you were in that video. Yeah, uh,
4: for Ted or for, Bobby for for Sam Lloyd for Ted. From Scrubs. Lloyd. Yeah, yeah,
3: Sorry. Yeah, um, I was there. Ed was there. I um again I was in work, but I I like ran out and. I was there, I think we like did a rehearsal maybe in the stairwell or something. Yeah. And then the talk yeah. went on for ages and I had to run back from my shift so I didn't actually get to, right. to perform oh, with him.
6: So there was it was totally un like it was unsolicited this performance. Mm. And so my memory of it is we were like, Oh, Ted from Scrubs is here. We might be able to sing with him. So we were all loitering in our ties, etc. <laughs> on the That's stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the stairs, in the GMB, and he came down from the whatever upstairs rooms, green room, to come down to give his talk. And we caught caught him just before he went in, and we were like, "Oh, you want to sing? Uh, what was the song? Help." Help.
0: Yeah. And we
6: just started singing, and he joined in, and he just knew all the words. It was perfect. And we were like, like, "Wow, th- we just sang with with Sam Lloyd." But yeah. at that point, we were not like, "Oh, we're going to go on and sing." There was no plan <laughs> like that. <laughs> So we were just like, oh, look, we'll, um, we'll we'll, just go in and we'll watch. And Rob would have obviously been there waiting and then happened to run off. Um, and Tom Marr texted me like, Tom Maher was the front right of the room. I was the front left of the room. And Tom Maher texted me and goes, we have to get up on stage and sing with this guy. Hmm. Good man. And and I, I can't remember how it happened, but it got to, roughly to the end of his um song and Tom Marth puts up his hand to ask a question you know because it's a question and answer (laughs) session and he goes do you know the song help by the
4: Beatles
6: (laughs) and the whole room understands what's going on and they kind of like get behind him and they're like oh yeah and Evans like go on
1: go on
4: go
6: on and then he he did not want to do it and I don't remember if anyone can comment or agree to that because because I remember he did not he did not want to do it but he had no choice because the room was like expecting him to do it they say so we all got up he looks over at me and i was like oh and somebody (laughs) who carries the tuning fork had left and so we i just pulled a note out of my arse (laughs) and anyway i was so tense but but we managed to get it going and obviously there's that video but i am in a very kind of tense hunched posture for the whole video as a result, because I am just like put so much on the spot by this angry looking uh, uh, Sam Lloyd, like, you did this to me, you better make this work now. Was and, he re- uh, oh, he's really angry, was he? Like, well, he, he wasn't was really angry. It's so, like, you've put me on the spot now, so I'm looking to <laughs> you to actually, you know, not mess this up. And uh, I gave a note and sang,
0: fine.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Fair play to Tom Mar. Fair play. I wasn't actually in that performance, so I must have left at the tuna fork, which uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I sang with him outside. We did another. Yeah. I don't remember the sequence of events at all. Like, you know, yeah, is, oh, must... so there was a lot of lot of people gone. I remember Dermo was the
6: only baritone, and I remember him looking like kind of c- confused in that Dermo <laughs> way throughout the whole thing, but just kind of like going for it and like was really chuffed with himself that we managed to pull it all off. Yeah.
1: For some reason I thought that maybe there would have been a video of him of Sam Lloyd singing that song before and that's why he picked it. But did you just just let's ask him?
6: Tom R. Tom R. was like, We're gonna jump him and I was like, No, we can't do that. Tom R.
4: was like fully game for him. and I was like, You go for it, Tom. I think I think it was the most likely one for him to know, like. Yeah, you know. Even yeah. uh, the rest of our repertoire was probably very current songs. I mean the mm-hmm. Beatles mm-hmm. song is a ch- safe bet. Yeah, he well,
3: had been in an a cappella group though,
4: hadn't he? In Scrubs. Yeah. In Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, but that was. No, at, I think it was more
3: barbershop.
5: Outside of Scrubs as well, I think it's yeah. like a continuous group. that he's still in. Mm. What do they called? the the pl plank, the plinks the blanks the blanks yeah, yeah, the blanks? Yeah. yeah. So
6: I think we chose Help though, just because it's really famous and it's the kind of song he would know, and he yeah. did know.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a good I thing he started. It's a good thing he started learning Beatles songs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And obviously, uh, well, uh, uh I think, well, it's, what's well, 2022 now, but, uh, he passed away two years ago and did he? he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He passed away two wow. years ago and we reposted the video and, uh, we well, the group have never done anything like that since like, like gone into a Phil talk. Maybe we've, we've, we've toyed with doing it since, but we never, we never executed it or the person we wanted to do it with, uh didn't have to cancel or something like that but uh no that's that, that's a that's a nice way to start off the start off the the new directorship i guess two months uh, two months here after taking charge it's, yeah uh, it was it, it was
6: quite soon after i have to say i remember feeling at the time this was a scalp because there was definitely this pressure like of, of dirtbag behind us and i, I yeah. was like where what's our next success going to be and yeah. that happened just really soon really spontaneously in hindsight we were extremely forceful about getting up on that stage with them and that's what happens to people who are brave (laughs) like that but um Mm. Mm. yeah i was i was real i was real chuffed with it apart from Mm. how i looked in the video which is like (laughs) some some sort
1: of medical the weight the weight of the world on your shoulders ben
6: yeah i just couldn't relax my shoulders and yeah it actually fair play to old sam lloyd for for going along with it i think it, it helped his talk go down quite
1: well absolutely um and and then we'll move on from there. I think this is chronological now. Um, And Rob was talking about maybe when he was mentioning earlier about not being sure about or being worried about Patty and Lindsay living or leaving and yourselves coming in and maybe not really knowing you well enough still in a way. And I guess Trinitones would have never really gone on a trip anywhere before Gen 3 and really got to bond properly outside of just doing rehearsals and doing gigs and you would have got your first opportunity to do that when you well, you I think all of singers would have gone to Derry for the Derry International Choral Festival. And but that that would have been the first time you all kinda of went away as a group, would it?
4: No, we no? went to Kilkenny before that. You went to Kilkenny? We did a weekend of rehearsing in Kilkenny, yeah. And um stayed in Paddy's house and Henry's Henry's. Do we rehearse in Henry's? Yeah, in the Bishop's Palace. Yeah. So that
6: was during that Gen, was Gen two. two. Yeah, yeah, it was Gen Two before that Christmas concert. And we have a, we had a ton of uh, songs oh. to learn that it was time. A, it was a
4: bit of a boot camp. We had to learn about twelve songs in the weekend. Like so, we just right. we said we knuckle down and do it. Yeah, it no. wasn't really a fun on, you know, kind of fun trip. Ah, well, it was good fun, like, but it was it was a lot of rehearsal. Okay, okay, that was that was Rob's first uh, solo as so well. Memorable oh. in my mind. We all we all just he started singing "You Somebody," and we all just turned around. And we were like, "Who is this fella? Because again, I probably
3: wouldn't have spoken yeah, yeah. in the context up to that point. Yeah.
1: But what about the what about going to Derry anyway? Was that maybe that was a much more fun trip? Doing, it was. A, uh, it was. A, yeah. Like, it was. A,
6: it, was a, it was a proper trip, and it was with it was with singers. So, yeah. Um, yeah does anyone, was anyone involved with organising that?
3: Mark maybe. Mark was. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Mark. Yeah, was Mark tour manager. Yes time. he was, yeah. Yeah. But we all would have yeah, we all would have been on the committee anyway. But mm-hmm. um like that that weekend in, in my memory is just like it was one of the best weekends I think I've had in my life. Like it just <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I just felt like we had we had so much fun. It wasn't like musically we did anything that was particularly profound or anything like that, but we just Again, if you talk about important moments, I think there was just, you know, relationships that um we really emboldened by by that trip, and uh, like it was just uh, it was important in that way.
1: Two two videos I've seen on from Derry that spring to mind are my lovely horse, and as he said, Rob singing you somebody, which uh, in, a,
4: in a in a different kind of shirt.
1: Yeah, the shirt, yeah. <laughs> the, the uniform is interesting. Then I think mean, was Rob. Rob, were you wearing a different shirt to everyone else? The solo yeah. shirt. Yeah, I
3: can't believe they all agreed to that. I've always liked being in the centre of the spotlight. He? Yeah, why didn't you have a shirt? Because <laughs> I'd left it in the um, whatever hostel we were staying, and I wasn't able to make it back in time for the oh, the gig so... on the, the steps of the guild hall. Yes, the guild hall, yeah. Yeah. But, like, we assembled it. Like, a... Were we, like, walking around the inside of the guild hall, I think? Yeah. Singing, singing and disrupting, you know, tourists that were trying to
0: <laughs>
3: read, like, infographics and stuff about the Guildhall. But I feel like we assembled a bit of a crowd outside. It was probably 90% or 95%, you know, made up uh, from singers or whatever. But...
1: Hmm. Hmm. Because it would have been the first chance you got to, like, sing somewhere apart from, like, Trinity or inner, inner city Dublin, Like you, like, first, like, trip, like, tour. I guess going to sing for a lot of new people that wouldn't would never have seen you before. That
6: was our only gig that weekend, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> a, a kind of a freebie on the outside, some cathedral in Derry.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because these choral festivals, they wouldn't have uh, any any place for the likes of Trinitones, unfortunately. Um,
3: and I guess that was probably one of the frustrations, maybe about like the whole singers thing was that you know we didn't feel like when we did go on tour as a society that there was much for Triniton to actually be doing half the time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Right. Um, So that's where, that's where kind of my gen three notes end on the Wikipedia. Is there any like other big standout, standout moments that you There was the, there was the Beatles,
6: um, the Beatles series. Yeah. The relevance of that is that we sang with, with tubbers do you remember that we sang um, "Eleanor Rigby" for Ryan Tubberty. But we was sang. He, he, he was he was hosting. He was hosting one of the sessions. So the Beatles series was there was the fiftieth anniversary of the Beatles coming to Ireland. One guy from the English department put on a weekly lecture hmm. for like t- ten weeks or something. Anyway, and we sang at maybe five of those weeks a Beatles song for the audience before the wow. talk happened. But yeah, Ryan Tupperdy was doing a talk and. We had this whole thing of wanting to get on the Late Late Show. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if we impressed him enough, but there's a photo of 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 Ryan Tubridy and us, and he has a big, um, he has a big cold sore on his lip. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but you, but you, too, ben. you dare to do that.
6: <laughs> and I was like, that's a bad day for Ryan Tubridy. He had, a,
0: he
4: had one of
6: those uh, a cycle of human after patches all. on his lip. Yeah.
4: What, so, what songs did we do for, for that? Like, there was Elder Rigby. So, there was. Help. Yeah. I Do I have them here? She's
3: Leaving Home.
6: So, Sgt. Pepper's Revolver. Help. All You Need Is Love. Oh, it's one per album. Yeah, 12. one per album. Yeah. So, 12 albums sheesh. and 12 songs. It was called Beatles in 12 m- movements.
1: Oh, my God. It's mm. so many songs. We definitely we, didn't we, do the full We 12. didn't do
5: 12, though. Eight, about five, right. or six,
1: yeah. <laughs> five or six, yeah. Five or I'd say that. But I'd say that was. Uh, I'd say that was. That was a great experience. Getting. Getting. Yeah. Getting all that.
3: It's amazing. Yeah. Didn't get
1: us in the late late show though. Didn't That's get us unbelievable. Late, late. That is unbelievable though. Like that is if, like tubs. I don't know what more you can do than that. Like. <laughs>
4: It was one of those things, though, like, we, we, we had to learn one song and we only had one chance to do it. So, like, it was kind of a fair bit of pressure. And we were, like, in a room where people could kind of hear us, I suppose. And, mm. You no, know, it was good for that. It was good for, you know, putting a bit of pressure on us and, and trying to be a little more perfect than just yeah. shouting at a flash mob or, you know, <laughs> the steps of a church or whatever.
1: Yeah. And I guess the, the gigs were starting to, to ramp up a wee bit, so maybe you had to... Learn, learn songs more quickly. Learn arrangements more quickly. Um, with all that, the
4: Beatles thing was amazing for that. because like, mm-hmm. we were learning, you know, because we had about a, a week or two to learn them, which was like at that time we were like, God, that's you know, that's not enough. But now, sure, you know yourself that that's kind of like learn a song in a week or two. Yeah, it's running the mill. The standard.
0: Yeah.
1: Anything else? lads from Gen Two? I'm assuming there would have been some good term gigs that year as well
4: yeah that was a great term gig in the academy wasn't it
1: oh yeah that was my that was my favorite gig until the had
6: the name uh, on the australia tour
4: ben did a massive big raffle
6: <laughs> yeah i think Gabo just like every ounce of cringe in his body just like it was just flowing whenever i was doing that uh, <laughs> that raffle it was it was hairy i wouldn't like to watch myself doing it back again
4: I feel- it was it was the making of the ben jacob character you know yeah. that was where
3: you were like oh i can do this <laughs> i can talk to an audience for half an hour with nothing to say that was the moment i no longer had any fear about the leadership of the group <laughs> the raffle is there, is there any truth to that rob <laughs> no 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 none at all i'm
4: still scared <laughs>
1: we can now bring in Neil, I guess. Um, and before we, before we actually talk to Neil, uh, Neil was on my podcast last year and we spoke briefly about Trinitones and we did talk about how Neil came to join Trinitones because that is a funny story in itself. And I might see if I can play a clip from that podcast on my phone.
5: I I was a cocky little first year who, thought he knew everything going on. I actually, I never wanted to audition for Trinitones. I, mm-hmm. uh, I actually missed the actual auditions and sort of came into college thinking I knew exactly how everything would play out. And then I, my, my sister was good friends with Ben who was the director at the time and, and she just hit him up being like, look, my brother uh, is sort of interested in maybe trying it out. He's been in loads of choirs and they gave me an audition. <laughs> I remember even when I got into the group, I was like, I don't know if I can make every practice. I might be able to do every second or third week. <laughs> but after after one rehearsal, I was hooked um, and there was no looking back.
6: And the, and, and orchestra kicked you out now.
5: <laughs> <laughs> they, they never let me in the first place. <laughs> mm.
1: So, yeah, there you have it. Neil, anything to add to that? Or had you had you had you not seen anything? Had you not seen Dirtbag? Or
5: that's exactly why I didn't want to join. <laughs> no, I I I I knew I I actually met Paddy in Irish UQAR and Mark, and uh, they had chatted about it, and I, I was interested. But uh, it's funny the way things go in circles. It was like the, it was the video of um, uh, my good pal Winty on the steps in Derry. and I was just like. I come from like where IYCC is so like anal about tuning and stuff like that, and like just being creating a perfect sound. I watched that, and I just felt it was so uh, amateur. And that again, that's the cocky first year comment. So I was just like, oh, like a, I want to join something that's amazing, and um, and and yeah, and turns out turnarounds was the amazing thing, and I was just judging. It is funny though when we look back at the older the older videos or even any of the videos from any gen that are just like live captured on a on a phone. It's very easy to say it doesn't sound good, um, but in actuality, when when we you've been a part of it and you're listening to it, it sounds so much better.
2: Absolutely, um, good save, Neil. Genuinely, the most viral video of all time is is, is frankly horrendous that um, phone going around the circle in yeah
5: they're all like I think that's what we what the group ended up getting successful off of is just creating more of those videos
1: yeah so we're into we're into the second year of Daz and Ben's uh, directorship into Gen 4 Um, and I guess there would have been no hesitations about doing again because you would have enjoyed it so much the previous year lads <laughs> oh, I was on the verge.
4: Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think there was a
6: sense of unfinished business as well.
5: Oh, God, yeah. How often are you going to ask that question, Sam? Were you thinking about leaving this year? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: That's the first time I've asked that question. Ben was always considering it.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean,
6: I, I had this a grandiose vision of the group, and I was always amazed we didn't just hit the stratosphere. Mm. you know within like two or three months of anything that we were doing (laughs) and uh so i was just waiting for it all to take off you know Mm. (laughs) it ultimately took off long after i'd left obviously i remember taking over and recognizing that some people would have thought it was a bit green and uh there was that transition period where i slightly was aware of it in gen 3 and slightly resented it but we had more than enough like put our own stamp on the thing and especially i think you know Rob being in a first year in Gen 2 then was like kind of kind of fairly involved in Gen 3 there's this sense that it was like a different generation and mm-hmm. then there was the whole singers thing and we were enjoying that and uh, so it kind of felt like a continuation of this thing that we were enjoying in Gen 3 and then we had obviously this hope to put out a video for Stacey's. <laughs> which, <laughs> which took a long long time to ever
4: materialize yeah but you know we had a great time so yeah. You know, hmm. Whatever whatever. Yeah. At that
6: point I did nothing else in college as well. So exactly. Like, yeah. What what else is he gonna do? <laughs> Connor, did you feel like you're gonna what was your thoughts on entering Gen Four? Were you the most senior person in Gen Four, Connor?
2: Oh well we were equally senior until you left and Dazzy left and, and so, that. So we
6: were but you were the year ahead of us in college
2: as well. Oh, of That's course. I was yeah. Asking as well. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I was into it, but not uh, as, as committed. So, I like was my society career was, was QSOC at that time. So, I was like Treasure, I think, that year or something.
6: Gen 2, but, yeah,
2: was it? In Gen 3, I think. Oh, right, yeah. No, you're right. Sorry, Gen 2. And, um, but yeah, I hated Beatles. So, the fact that I got through that without any misgivings uh, that year, um, I think I'm I must have been pretty settled, being like this is well worth it. I do remember though that it's very easy to look back and say everything about that was worth it. It always feels worth it in hindsight, but in the moment, yeah. there were always difficult times of like this is a lot of work, um, and a lot of sacrifice and. Uh, yeah, and just thing you know, showing up. But I I can't remember when the Susie gigs started. I'm sure we'll talk about them. But like uh-huh. sitting in a room for hours uh, yeah, waiting yeah. to perform. Yeah, hmm. yeah,
3: yeah. Because that is the other thing that arrived in you know as part of Gen Three, wasn't it? it? Was the corporate work? So so I think
2: the
6: first ever gig we did in Gen Three was the Guinness gig. We sang to a load of um, pharmaceutical heads in the big Guinness place in uh, over in Dublin 8 and one hour before the gig, we were in the boardroom, not learning songs inventing songs <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have enough songs for a 30 minute set and Dan McManus was there and Dan McManus was basically being like, okay we can do a Wimbleway, we can we can do that for as long as we need <laughs> and he's like, just, let's just sing a Wimbleway, I'll make it up <laughs>
4: <laughs> Does anyone else remember that? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was, Sorry, this is the Guinness Storehouse. I just had to really get a charger. This is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we... I just remember Susie not being happy with us at all <laughs> after that. Yeah,
2: it was a ropey gig with mics, yeah. and then yeah. and Susie was like whisking us off stage, but Dan McManus stayed behind to like ingratiate himself with the crowd and susie was was like get out of here that was horrendous yeah she gave us a real dressing down after that she did yeah
4: yeah. did she yeah
6: Yeah. susie was not happy she was like this is not professional you're here for a client you know the pharmaceutical society of ireland or something (laughs) and she was like they may have liked your stuff but you can't just hang around giving them your details. You're not here to promote yourselves. Yeah. You're here to perform oh. for your client according to the spec that your client gives you, which was, mm. you know, provide background music for maybe an hour with flash mobs. And then we we performed on a stage. She had given that to us as a kind mm. of like a, a carrot to to, to get mm, yeah. us involved in the gig. And
5: we were like, oh yeah, people might see us and think we're
4: good. And I think, I think we also... Um shoot like we it was it was very clear like if we made you know if if someone made a mistake or if we were like if we just felt that the song wasn't bad we'd like you know kind of like frown over each other or kind of give out to each other and she was like lads you can't do that like the, you know this is a corporate gig like you can't you just have to you know give the impression it's all going swimmingly mm, <laughs> we were yeah. like yeah Fuck's sake. Oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a big
6: learning curve, those Susie yeah. gigs, to go from like total college amateurs. Mm. And it didn't, we didn't get there overnight, but that was the first, that was the start of it. Mm. But then a few weeks later, we had a gig down in the Ritz Powers Court for a Danish company called Tia. And the well it's the weirdest gig we've ever done because we sang the song, your own personal Jesus, but the Danish CEO requested that we sing your own personal Tia.
0: <laughs>
6: and I have, uh, you know, found when I was digging through the Trinitones docs there last week in prep for the, for the last, uh, pod, um, the, his handwriting on this, um, lyric sheet of your own personal tea and he has all the crosses at crosses like Jesus and puts into tea Anyway, and then <laughs> does anyone else? Does anyone else remember the gig? I wasn't actually at that one. Yeah,
3: <clears throat> you no, know, I I do, and and again, we were huddled in kind of a, a boardroom off to the side, and like I thought it was fantastic. We got breakfast; there was pastries there. They, uh, I mean. I think Susie walked in and <laughs> saw the state of us all in our, you know, creased and crumpled white shirts. And she was like, off with the shirts. And she sent them off to the dry cleaners in the hotel. And they came back with these, oh you know, God. pristinely <laughs> ironed
1: white shirts. Yeah. That was uh, it.
0: That
3: was it. Again, just like one of those moments where I was like, you know, we've we've made it. We have made yeah. it. We're in the Ritz-Carlton. Breakfast served, you know, shirts ironed. <laughs> shirts <laughs> Performing for Tia.
0: Um, Does not get yeah. better
1: than this?
3: No that that was actually that's very
6: true, Rob. We we were feeling like we were just leveling up week on week <laughs> at that point. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. And I I remember I did a ward round in Tala Hospital at at seven thirty, and then I like ducked out as soon as I could, and I picked you up, Rob, and Tala, and we drove <laughs> down to the Ritz, and we were we were top of the world. <laughs>
3: And I think your man was reasonably happy with how it how it came off. But oh actually, can we talk about the <laughs> the brief? He had wanted a boys' choir, like a school <laughs> a choir of like school boys. And I'm pretty sure like he approached an agent and they were like, that is completely inappropriate. You cannot do that. But we have this choir. <laughs> You know, that will agree to do it with you. And uh, he was delighted. I remember he came like into the room afterwards, he was absolutely steaming, God knows. Um, but like he was he was just full of it. He was like, That was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and
6: actually, do you remember like I don't I didn't tell the story a second ago. The whole thing was that we were to sing your own personal tia, but halfway through the song, he would he would come out from between the curtains with a mic and take over the solo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My God.
3: Talking about a God complex.
0: Yeah.
1: Did he? And did he do that?
6: He did. He did do that. Yeah. Yeah. And we had all these rehearsals the day before. Anyway, sorry, go on Connor.
2: Yeah, no, that's exactly it. But you got a picture of what he was singing to as well. Like this thing, his, even his piece of the solo probably went on for about 60 seconds. And this was one of those big corporate dining rooms with people just come down from their hotel rooms. Nine AM, they're starting. They've got their pens and paper in front of them, and, and a cross on the coffee, and not a smile from one person in this room. Like it was dead. I don't
5: there's remember. There's something. That. There's something. There's something about all these gigs, isn't it? When you're just like when you're talking about him wanting a boys' choir, and then. Oh, it's okay, we've got a group that'll do that. We are very much this is the group that would do anything for a gig.
1: So if we if we pick it back up at Gen four, so new members along with Neil that joined T twenty five, Fergus Grant, T twenty six, Matt Murta, T twenty seven, Dallin Sperling, T twenty eight, Dermot Wilds. then we have Neil, T twenty nine, T thirty, Young Chase soon. And T thirty one, Magnus
5: Gillenhammer.
1: Magnus Gillenhammer.
3: It's
4: a big old group, was not it? It was. It was huge core that joined yeah.
3: that year. That was some some big moves in the off season that year.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Would
1: anyone be so kind as to tell the story about Magnus joining the group? Because I think that's a very funny story. And what he might have thought Trinitones was before he actually joined.
5: Yeah, I, well, that actually comes at the end, doesn't it? That comes at the end of his stint. Oh, really? On his last night. Yeah. We had this re- we had this really nice going away dinner because Magnus uh, is such a lovely guy. He he was he was only here for half a half a term, wasn't he?
6: Mm. No, he was there for the whole year.
5: Was he? Yeah. But well, was, it was the for. end of the, But it was at the end of the year. He he sort of seemed to have something that he needed to get off his chest. Right. And it basically said basically what when, when he went to audition for Trinidads, he thought it was an all-male choral ensemble.
4: Yeah. Chamber
5: and ball. came to the audition and it was the audition piece was Mighty Cyrus Reckonball. And he was just like, oh, that's weird. And thought <laughs> nothing nothing of it. But then as each when he got in he, as each like piece was presented in front of him, he realised that he was in fact an acapella choir, but he didn't have the heart to say it to us, so oh. he just stuck with it.
6: Because Magnus yeah. was so classically trained that yeah. his voice, even though we made him sing bass, he was a countertenor, an actual
5: countertenor. He's an actual countertenor, yeah. Which, which we've actually only learned. Recently, like at your wedding, when you recorded all four parts, and we realised that <laughs> he's a, he's a well and true counter
4: He had a great voice, so
6: yeah, he, he was, was he was a sublime musician. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, can
3: you talk us through maybe those auditions and what it was like stumbling on Magnus or the likes of Magnus in in the audition process? Mm-hmm.
4: I think there was a lot of people. We had um a lot of those lads as well. Mm-hmm. uh that joined that year had auditioned before, or maybe even if they hadn't, they'd been in Singers for a year. Yeah,
6: that became like a, a policy of when you saw first years who of a bit green coming in, a really good way of getting them up to speed was to put them in Singers for a year. And if they stuck at that, they're clearly committed and then you could kind of trust them. Yeah. And then Dannon was one of them, the legendary Dannon Sperling.
4: Matt as well, and Dermot, I think.
1: Ben, you were talking about like you and Daz going again for another year and wanting to maybe continue to level up and seeing what, what can we do next? And I think gen four had a lot of things that you you'd never done before, had a few, had a good few things that you had never done before. Sorry, Neil, what were you going to say?
5: I was just going to say ahead of, ahead of that is actually Trinidad's first rebrand. Yes. End of of October.
1: You joined Instagram then. You just joined Instagram, I think. I just
5: joined Instagram. I came in and said I didn't like the logo. wanted a new one. And Ben said, okay, figure it out yourself.
6: Yeah, that was my general approach to managing Neil (laughs) (laughs) Don.
5: I was so annoying. Just looking through the True decks, I think. What was the logo before
3: that?
5: It it was just like the one from the t-shirt. There wasn't really a logo at all.
3: Oh, yeah. What I will say, I think there's just text. I, 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 was all in in favor of the rebrand, but in hindsight, I think we let go of that first logo too soon. I think, <laughs> I think it should have been reworked. Like looking back on some of those early posters, they, I think, like it actually, they look quite nice.
4: I actually really like the first
3: one, the Bauhaus would <laughs> like all the colors that would
4: you know know. Yeah, especially like
3: the the colors work. the fit. Yeah, Mom, it was a like a direct rip off of Mondrian, was it? Mondrian,
1: yeah. Classic. Um, So, I want to go to Christmas of that year, and one thing that was pretty cool, you start—you would have done a lot of busking at Christmas, and on one occasion you were joined for a couple of songs by Glenn Hansard, Imelda May, and Don Donalani. Oh, yeah. Which
5: that was all
1: in cool. the... In George's, in George's Arcade. Arcade. Yeah. And were the, like, did all three of them just pass you at the same time or did they? Yeah. Come sp-
5: no, Glenn Hanser was separate. He, yeah. he okay. went past, gave us money. And I went up to him and asked him if he'd come and sing with us. Mm. And he sang the all Triangle. But mm. Imelda May was having pints with Donald.
1: Nice. That's cool. <laughs> mm. And what did they sing? Did they sing you Triangle for you as well? Just separately to Glenn Hanser? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, they sang help as well, though. <laughs> Don't let me <laughs> sing and he's He's more than likely going to know help, but you know, not in, as long as it's lovely or whatever. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and uh, I've, I guess, would you agree, the biggest thing that happened in Gen 4 was the ICCAs? When did you agree, let's, let's give this a go, something different?
6: S- so I... Dad's. So I I just remember Mark O'Donnell being a big part of it. He organised a lot of it.
4: Yeah, I to be honest. You did, know, yeah. I,
6: so he may have organised the flights. He was in Singers that year, high up. He could have been secretary. I think yeah, he was think number he, two yeah. in Singers. And the and the whole thing with the um, ICCAs was we had to have three songs, and we had our three songs, but we had no choreo. Okay. Yeah. Story time. Go. <laughs> So we attempted to put together a, a bit of choreo before we left. Isn't that right, Rob?
3: <laughs> yeah, but it must have been—it must have been our term gig, maybe the preceding Christmas. I think that we started working yeah. on that because I think I got somebody that was in my college course to come in and try and like whip us into shape. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> I just remember like he and another girl from Do you Dance came in and like they were like right okay just you know perform a song or something and then it was like it was like there was nothing that could be done like i don't remember them giving us very much and i don't know whether i I think it was probably they just they didn't think we were capable of very much so we were kind of left to our own devices then and, and we were just like okay crap we need to we need to figure something out and just like knowing that we were traveling to london in january and going to be like rated like a large part of the you know voting or whatever um the assessment, uh, as part of the ICCAs, was was uh, to do with choreography. Um, mm. So I, 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 yeah, I can't remember where, like who came up with those moves. <laughs> but mirrors was the first song we choreographed. Mirrors, yeah, oh
6: mirrors was it? That was it. So we had mirrors, we had Stacey's, and we had. I wrote a song specifically beautiful. for it. Yeah, beautiful with the rap. Yeah. And so, so what? Mirrors, Gen for uh, Christmas concert in the chapel. Am I right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, in the Royal Irish Academy. Did we attempt to do the moves in the academy? No, it was in the chapel. No, we didn't.
5: No, 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 Ben, you're right. Yeah, we did this Christmas gig. My first Christmas gig was in the Royal Irish Academy.
3: Well, then we must. Oh, I tell you what, we were doing. Were we doing something for Rag Week? In the chapel, we did do a rag. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got Rag Week here. Okay, so maybe it was this yeah, part in of the that. chapel. Um, And that was actually, it's, yeah. it's one of the few moments or the few gigs that I remember us really just like clicking into, you know, yeah. like I, I think we were just all very tuned in um, and the performance yeah. came very easy to us that evening. But yeah, that was the first time we did uh, choreo live and I think we pulled it <laughs> off. I remember, I think uh, one of your pals, Ben, taking a video of us. And it it was Donald. Yeah, Yeah. it it went like soon to be health minister (laughs) Donald McGlacken Byrne. Yeah, (laughs) it went it went Trinity viral. You know, there was a thousand views on it wrapped up on Facebook. And the and
6: the whole the the big visually the big um appeal was we formed this triangle around Rob. Yeah, and then at the end of the song, we all like went into this rapid kneeling position and Rob you were like standing in the middle of the triangle
3: as pointing, the song pointing to the yes. ceiling or something. Yes.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was there not something that you pulled us or something? Yeah.
3: There's like a Yeah, you guys were like uh, down at so your like, knees and then yeah, yeah. I pulled you towards He like pushed us to the side or something. Yeah.
6: yeah. so so that was mirrors and then we had two songs to do. And we came up with the choreo for uh Beautiful in Hyde Park. Do you remember that? In the middle of Hyde Park. And we were half busking, half inventing a dance.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That was probably probably, the same
6: day as the competition as well. Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) the hour before the competition, we were coming up with the dance. And we had that whole thing where we stood with our backs to the audience to start. And all, like 17 of us or something, just swayed to the right and swayed to the left. <laughs> and then Dannon would turn around and do a few little beats oh, yeah. I would turn around. <laughs> That's
3: it. Yeah, yeah.
6: Dannon did that the second line of the intro, and I had a few hey, hey, laughs.
3: <Trinidons>.
6: <laughs> the, but then I remember uh, on our on our feedback from the ICCAs, whenever I got back into the lineup again, you know, when we were all swaying, I started swaying. Directly out of time with the lads. (laughs) And so we thought it was grand, but literally everyone else in the entire ICCA's hall, must be hundreds, maybe, I don't know, 600,000 people just saw us like two, two, uh, swaying in two different
4: directions
5: <laughs>
4: <Very> <laughs> so what did we even do for Stacey's? Was it literally just the actions that we had?
5: I think we were just messing around yeah doing the
4: yeah. Stacey's that was four this week. Like, <laughs> We tried for Mirrors we tried somewhat for Beautiful but Stacey's was just like <laughs> oh yeah do an aeroplane thing <laughs> <laughs> we were, see the thing was before that gig
6: our best song for for choreo was stasis exactly yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's that's where trinitols came from yeah. yeah yeah the towel on
5: always got laughs. Yeah. laughs wait so if we're talking about iccas we can't not talk about ben's demand for
0: pyrotechnic.
5: <laughs> oh who wants to
3: tell that story i think i think I you think mentioned was, it briefly
5: was... last week <laughs>
3: we were so exposed going to that competition like it was <laughs> <laughs> just for hold on hold on for anyone anyone listening here who doesn't know what the
5: icca is anyone who's listening lol i don't think any anyone, uh, no, anyone. the icca is the competition that pitch perfect is based off so you're mm. judged across singing arrangements and dancing of which we are only capable of doing two is what this whole conversation is about.
4: which which two Dancing and singing. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, so,
6: so, so, yeah, there was that, that, that's correct. Like, cause we, we were coming into this going, oh, we can't dance, we can't dance. These are going to be proper Americanized a cappella groups. They're going to be real slick on the dancing. And that was the big fear going in. Um, And I remember after we like invented a dance a couple of hours, I think between the rehearsal and the gig, maybe we both contain them in Hyde Park you know, in order to come up with all the stuff to practice. Yeah. 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 And, and, but anyway, I remember we were sitting in, oh, I, we are sitting in the rehearsal and I felt a little bit psyched out by the whole thing. And I had this deep sense, like, Ben, you got to re, regain control over this situation because <laughs> it's just, it, it's, it's, you, you feel intimidated. So don't let it be intimidating. So, so this guy was like giving this, like he was one of the organizers was giving this really technical, specifications of how we we're meant to come on, how all this blah, blah, blah. And, and the types uh, of
5: mics. And I think we weren't... Types really of mics, set.
6: stages, timings, all stuff that we were like way over our heads, so professional. And then I was just like, right, here's my moment when there's any gap. And I was like, I am um, Ben um, with the Trinitones. Um, obviously, <laughs> we're quite well known for um, walking okay. on stage in a cloud of... Uh, dry ice, um, just checking what uh, dry ice cap- capabilities um, you have available to us this evening.
5: No, you asked what pyrotechnical. Was it? Pyro- yeah, what what pyrotechnic displays you have available for you? Yeah,
6: but anyway, <laughs> I asked him about something like this and in completely deadpan. <laughs> and I think the guy took me seriously, is that fair? No, everyone
5: started laughing. But And you were sitting at the other end of the hall in your big puffer jacket while we were all sitting together and everyone's like who is this
3: guy <laughs> Yeah, la- laughing at us not with us <laughs> yeah exactly
1: well this was i might just come in and said like this was would have been the first time you would have really got to meet other groups mm. like from whether it's uk or, or the states and whatever so it would have been really interesting for you to Get some feed, like see how people would react from more traditional, um uh, more historical uh, collegiate backgrounds. Because Trinity's would have been, what you're only in your third and in your, in your fourth fourth year, third or fourth fourth year, and some of these groups have hundreds of years of history. Um, so am I, am I, I was going to bring in Connor. Um, how did what was the reaction like from all the other groups, people in the audience? to trinitones because it is quite different especially with the, the not as a much experience dancing and whatnot did you feel like you stood out
2: i think I, I i don't remember getting a huge amount of feedback to be honest um and i guess we wanted to know how we did i remember feeling like some of the audience found it funny distinctly funnier than other groups and mm-hmm. uh, distinctly less Serious, but predominantly the judges i I just felt like they just found us crap, to be honest. they were just <laughs> they're just like okay, they fail in the three criteria, <laughs> although we didn't come last.
4: I don't think anyone else it's a bit of a cool runnings, you know we were the upstarts yeah. you know <laughs> and we we did we did Ireland proud in the end because you know Ireland never had an team before, but yeah. I, I, I remember coming
6: off the stage and Matt Marta goes to me, lads, we've just gone to the ICCA semi-final and taken the piss out of acapella. <laughs> 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 so that was pretty true. And yeah. I think that was, that was kind of what we're going for, ultimately. I think yeah. so, yeah. That's mm.
4: why we didn't get in again. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you said it there, that's what's so different about Trinitones is that we don't take ourselves too seriously and we have a laugh. And some groups, I guess do take it way too seriously and that's what makes the group stand out and why it's resonated why videos people have seen have resonated with so much people because we are just having the crack and that's especially in in ireland like that's what people love to see and whether people other people don't like that then that's another thing but um
4: a lot of it is to do with not being able to dance (laughs) (laughs) i mean and we accept. I think that. all, all, all we could do is lean into the humor side. Like yeah. it's not that we were really being like this is so stupid, like, but it's just like, <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, we we weren't going to learn how to properly click our fingers <laughs> or <laughs> or whatever. So mm. you know, and we the, into the other.
1: And on the back of that, I remember you did some promo for the new Pitch Perfect movie, the Pitch Perfect Two movie. So th- was that after the ICC is? Oh yeah
3: yeah i think so it would have, i think it was like that summer running up to exams the following mm. yeah that summer and again I, I don't know how that that came about but um i think they reached
5: out i think there was just only a couple of us in uh there's only a couple of us in dublin at the time
3: yeah I guess there probably weren't too many a cappella groups in Ireland for them to choose from. <laughs> yeah, no. And still, uh, but again, uh, it's like, quite big. It was, yeah, be- yeah, because of that. Like because of the fact that there there wasn't really like too many other choirs that were doing what we were doing. Like the opportunities I feel that we got yeah. were, you know, far bigger and, um, yeah. you know, than, than we, than were warranted or I suppose than we deserved. Um, yeah
4: big fish in a small bond job yeah,
2: yeah 100%. totally i have one dominant memory of that of that gig promo whatever it was was that so basically they assembled some journalists who were gonna you know write a piece about upcoming pitch perfect two and and, and they needed something to write about so that was us and this workshop that we did with them um all the journalists came with this idea that they were going to do a, 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 a is it a, called a riff battle or whatever that like <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Thing that doesn't exist yeah, yeah. in you know. Oh, in, I can, I can play play or something, is it?
5: Yeah. I completely forgot that. A riff
2: off, is that Yeah. And all the <laughs> presenters had to do it. Oh, Jesus. So we, we just arranged something super simple. And we we arranged
5: arrange the song
2: God, of song. the movie. Yeah. On,
5: yeah. On, yeah.
6: I arranged the cups on was it the night before Neil? Yeah. Yeah, it was because the night. Because I was looking at the Sibelius file um there last week and it, it's uh, two thirty AM is when it's finished. And <laughs> I <can> just imagine <laughs> I wanted to stay up, except for it being the next morning.
5: <laughs> I yeah. think it was like you, you didn't want to do it and we'd already committed and like damn we can't pull out and just finish it.
2: The organizer like didn't really know what was up because we I remember suggesting the venue. Um, and I think oh, we yeah. even called the venue the lab, or not the other lab, the um, the one in Temple Bar, the kind of theatre space. Pro-
1: yeah, project, project Arts, day. Project Arts
2: That's it, yeah. yeah. And then, anyway, she so she had she had, I guess, told the journalists that w- they would come and they would become an acapella group on the day. And I just mm-hmm. remember, like, yeah, you know, we tried to bring them through the the process of being an acapella group. We did some vocal warm ups. We 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 drilled the um. Lines in in, um in groups like in yeah. lines, but there weren't that many. It was a disappointing showing of journalists. I yeah,
5: think. there's only three or four of them, was not it? Yeah. So there they were one, like yeah, one per line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like
2: yeah exactly. To do like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember them being Pikachu face shocked that they were rubbish in the end. Yeah. And I was just like, "What do you think? do you think yeah. like we just like decided one day?" will just be an acapella group and 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 that was all there was to it like they thought they could just show up and be an acapella group in one hour.
4: that's what happens in the
6: films yeah yeah <laughs> i think as well like me arranging that song like i know nothing about teaching choirs that you would need to be actually really quite good at teaching choirs to know what a, a total beginner would be able to learn yeah, i'm yeah. sure it was not in any way <laughs> friendly
1: um well yeah like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there like a lot of new things and as you said stuff that would have stood to the group in uh after like whether it's corporate gigs but taking yourselves out of your comfort zone with the dancing and stuff like that and then um arranging music the night before a, whether that's a rt or a wedding um that's happened many times. Um, And, but uh, like the year finishes off in, in, in style, I guess, uh, with uh, a debut performance at a lecture picnic. And I think I come to Neil for this as the person who really drove that. And could you, yeah. So Neil, could you come in with uh, a brief uh, summary of, of how that came about?
5: Yeah, I guess similar to what Ben said uh, when you're asking him about the beginning of his tenure, it's like the same when I joined the group at the beginning. You sort of like, I very much joined and thought it was the best thing ever and couldn't believe that we weren't doing more. Mm. Um, And I I, I don't know what point of the, the year I just started emailing literally anyone I could get my hands on. Uh, or I could see who was linked to the festival to beg them to let us um, perform, um, and we ended up getting a few positive responses from the likes of the Salty Dog and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was yeah, it was um, it was it was. I certainly think it was it was one of the highlights. The group was getting at uh, uh, that year was getting to get to perform at such a large festival. Like we obviously have Trinity Ball every year, which is great crap, but. Yeah. It just felt like it was um, taking a big step up, and I also felt like we, despite the performances always not being, or certainly earlier on not not quite being up to scratch because we weren't as used to using mics, mm. um, I thought we always delivered great performances and people loved it.
1: Yeah, and yeah, as you said, yeah, the group would have performed on on the salty dog, the big pirate ship, people, yeah, were wearing, which is a fantastic. Uh, part of the festival park and then trailer park who which uh which uh we've become very used to over the years and yeah like that that was the first year and trinitons have performed at every electro picnic since really um yeah mm. every electro picnic since those that have taken place um
3: i think like I, I i obviously remember neil like you kind of maybe approaching us at the end of term just being like oh like i think we should do this and us being like, that's not never gonna happen, but like fair enough, give it a go. And I think like we'd obviously tried, you know, in the aftermath of of dirtbag to try and make something work there mm. and, and maybe there was some promise of us doing something that year too, but it just never it never manifested. So I think like it definitely takes, you know, new eyes coming in uh, every year, um, and you know, fresh perspectives and people saying, Well, like, why aren't you doing this or why aren't you doing that? Um, and I remember being just like so pleasantly surprised when when Neil you broke the news kind of in the middle of that summer that you know somebody had gotten yeah. back and was willing to take us on, just being like, you know what, fair play. Like we actually like maybe we can do this, you know. Um really it was a really important moment I think for us.
5: I have it here. Um got three to uh, July. Twenty
1: fifteen it
5: Yeah, yeah July twenty fifteen. Read it out there um, now. I really hope you guys are free from the fourth to sixth of September because we've just been asked to perform twice at some picnic. I think it's electronic. God, still... <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's dated well. I, I like that <laughs> in comparison to the rest. But then the next post was the, po- the next post was telling what guys we've got three day festival passes, camping in the performance like site, a few beers, wristbands to the Chabine backstage and Salty Dad backstage too. Oh, yes, that was that was good crack
1: if I may bring in maybe my introduction to Trinitons is I would have joined maybe a month and a half after he performed at electric picnic. I went to that electric picnic. Oh, I had yeah. just finished my leaving cert. I got my results. I bought the tickets so as buzzing to go. And I remember I was figuring out who I wanted to see going for the electric picnic app, seeing what was on. And my mother, she will, uh, she will maybe remember, remember this, uh, my mother told me about she was giving me recommendations of things to go and see. And she told me or she sent she recommended to me a certain acapella group on the Salty Dog and nice. the trailer park. Oh. So um, I think I put them in my calendar and uh, went about my weekend. But I'm afraid I did not attend either performance.
3: Oh, like, uh, flake. flake. <laughs>
1: Um, my mother tried her best, and uh, like honestly, my my mom would have known that was something. My mom knows me better than anyone, especially when it comes to music, and she would have known that that would have been something I would have loved. And and she was right. Shout out to Lisa for the support. She was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. should have listened to your mum. Sure she would have. Dra- I'm sure she would have dragged me along if she was if she was there with me. But uh, um, I, and, didn't get, and, I didn't. go.
5: Sorry, tiny I know we've been going on for ages, but. Tiny final segue. This is the beginning of the other rivalry.
2: Oh. <laughs> <gasps> oh, is that when that was born? Yeah, I don't, yeah, know, I don't I, know
5: if
1: this will make it in. So <laughs> I remember. I'll tell you
6: where
4: the other king uh, other, uh, kin,
5: other, other kin, other don't exist anymore. So we can absolutely include.
4: <laughs> True. Yeah, the the people still exist. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Dan, Dan McManus is nice.
6: So so other kin <laughs> were or CSI med students and they oh, tried yeah. to win Trinity Battle of the Bands during yeah. Gen 2. and I know this is because they played against Morgan McIntyre and I was playing with Morgan McIntyre yeah. in Battle of the Bands in Gen two and even though they had no one in Trinity, they just they, they, they got somebody in and said, oh, we're in Trinity Band and that would have allowed them to play Trinity Ball. So that was where it all started, but then they were really snooty. They were like, oh, we hate medicine. We just love pop." And they'd be occasionally when they released an EP, like in the Irish Times and stuff. And then we
3: met them in Electric Picnic that year.
6: And I don't know. I can't really
3: remember. But did we did we talk to them? We 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 arrived and we we set up camp and we had this kind of like we had. We'd left a circle in the middle cool. and we'd set up all of our tents around it. So we'd have like little a little place just to, to sit and hang out. And like, bear in mind, we were in the artist campsite. Like, so there was plenty of room. Like, there was no shortage of space around the place. Um, yeah. So we went out, obviously, at first night, went to a gig or something and then came back to the campsite later on. And, and they had like set up shop right in the middle of all of our tents.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> So they obviously came <laughs> around. and were like, "Oh, these these guys think they can, you know, cordon off a little area, uh, and then they." And the rest of the campsite was still empty at this time. There was loads yeah. of room; like it wasn't full. There was loads yeah. of room. So then, what we did, I can't remember who did it in the end, but we lifted up the tent. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I, I, With everything I'm gonna, inside. I'm gonna, blame, of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna
5: bring Winty and Fergus. <laughs>
3: But like, so maybe we, just, we we picked it up, you know, one person at each corner, and maybe somebody holding the top, <laughs> and just moved it to you know a different spot or whatever. And I think we knocked yeah. over maybe there was a bottle of beer. There, inside was, drinks. Or something. there, was, there was drinks. There was an the open. Tent.
5: There was an open bottle of red wine in the
4: tent. Ah well, that's silly. Yeah, open. Should bottle. have finished it. Yeah, they should have finished
3: it. Yeah. I but thought the bottle does, smashed.
1: Does... I thought that was the story. I thought the bottle smashed inside the
5: tent. Maybe it did.
3: so they were none too plus anyway when they came back (laughs) (laughs) which is fair enough and then uh, uh, there was a bit of tension over the weekend nice and then and I can't remember was there any other
6: significant interactions with the lads or was it from then on Rob taking photos of other kin whenever they appeared in social media (laughs) and superimposing imposing logos into their hands because we had this (laughs) thing where whenever we were getting any photo taken we would create like a circle with our hands yeah. and put the logo there. And, and there and there's some absolutely glorious photoshops yeah. right
5: <laughs> the one from electro picnic or the voices one is in particular very good
6: yeah
3: yeah i was proud i'm
6: just i'm on i'm i'm back in 2017 on trinitone's xi facebook group and there's the four boys sitting in some kind of like eddie rocket's diner <laughs> and each they're each holding a trinitone's beer mat <laughs> it's, it's top notch oh yeah
3: <laughs> but didn't they didn't they come back that night and like kick the tent or something they did yeah oh uh, what did they came like when they came back a couple of nights they started like kicking the tent or your tent one of our tents or something.
1: so intimidating
3: uh, but like <laughs> you know, more people showed up to our gig than, than did theirs. I remember Matt Murta kind of scoping them out of their gig. <laughs>
1: mm. Matt Murta <Marcia> booing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it was so much crack to have an, a nemesis. I just love <laughs> the was,
5: <laughs> the Trinitone's XI cover photo still is them yeah. with wearing Triniton sunglasses.
6: Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, Triniton's t-shirts, yeah. Yeah. And sunglasses. It's
1: excellent. The like, guy
5: in the right. Perfectly done. Like.
1: Anyway. Oh, it was it
6: was great. Though I think that was peak Trinitone's culture. <laughs> having an having a nemesis. <laughs> having
3: a nemesis. Yeah. I mean, they had obviously no idea that they were our nemesis.
5: <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: So that's Gen Four done, and uh, we're into 2015 now, and this is the year I joined along with uh fionn mcgari and jeff johnston make up gen five so another small intake um and yeah i kind of touched on it there about first encountering or not encountering the group but hearing the name Trinitons for the first time at a lecture picnic and then um auditioning for a number of things got into some didn't get into others but I knew very quickly that that I wanted to be in this group. Uh, I think as soon as I did my audition and I met the new directorship, uh, I was, I I really wanted to get that, that email, which scared the shit out of me. Um, nearly if people get, people will know when they get emails about whether they get in or not, that, uh, you're, you're kind of led astray for maybe a sentence and then, And then you realize that you've gotten
4: in. (laughs) Do you have the Um, email to hand, We worded Uh, them very uh, ambiguously for the first five paragraphs. I'll have a look for it there. But
1: um, Rob, could you um, give us uh, talk to us about you? So Ben, you've decided to step aside as Ben. You only you were you stayed for a term, was it in Gen Five, and then you had to. Well, I I didn't tell the lads it'd be a term. Yeah,
6: I think they're a bit left.
1: Um yeah. uh, but
6: basically I was heading into final med so I knew at some point to become unsustainable, so I um uh, dropped off the leadership.
1: Yeah. And uh yeah, so did as as it maybe worked with you and Daz putting your name forward, Rob was did you did you put yourself forward for it?
3: I think there was just like internal conversations about it. And I suppose like having been in the choir three years at that point, <laughs> I don't wanna say I, 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 like I was very involved, I think, and like very engaged on a lot of the organizational stuff, maybe in the years leading up to it, like not so much musically. Um, and I think the fact that there was obviously, um, there'd been co-directorships up until that point, I felt maybe there was an opportunity for me to get involved at a leadership level as well. Um, you know, even in the absence absence maybe of my um, ability to, to lead choir musically. So Dara was going to, you know, be able to cover that bit. Um, and then maybe I could, um, I suppose, take responsibility for some of the, the organizational stuff that t- oftentimes takes away, I think, from from the musical end of things. Like, I think it's nice for somebody to be able to focus on the musical piece and then um, for somebody to kind of look after the kind of more headachey stuff. Uh, and I think I, I remember uh, <laughs> having a conversation with like Ben and Daz, I think we went for coffee one of the days and talking about who was going to lead it next. And Ben was like, oh, you know, I, I think it's, you know, maybe Neil. oh my god yeah i was like
5: are you telling me that you trump me
3: i know i think i I tried to get you in there (laughs) little did i know i don't think like ben maybe you didn't think i was interested maybe or you didn't think maybe i was thinking about the choir in that way or maybe
6: yeah i i it just i i wasn't really thinking at all like as in i just if if i had any sense i was like oh rob wants to do it then it would just be a thing but it just came up.
3: I said that. And then you were like, oh, what about me? <laughs> yeah. And I think like, I obviously, I knew Neil was going to have his time ultimately. And like Neil was only, you would have been in second year, Neil, were you?
5: I was only, yeah. I only just joined
3: Yeah, the, the year before. So again, like maybe it's important for people to have time to bet in and kind of figure out what they want to do with the choir before they kind of have ultimate responsibility for the direction in which it goes. And then, like obviously, myself and Dara had, um, you know, we, we were good friends at that point, so it just kind of made sense to me in my head for us to, to take the choir for a year, um, that's kind of how that happened.
4: I remember I got it. I I don't remember you ever us ever actually talking about it. You actually just texted me one day, um, and you were like, "Here's what I think, me and you," or something like, you know, like something really just be like, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that makes sense," and. Then, it,
5: it definitely did make sense from the groups, for, or certainly from my perspective, being in the group. It felt, I think a lot of people felt the same. It made the most sense when, mm. when Ben was stepping back.
0: Yeah,
6: I, I I remember the sense, though, at that time, like, I, I felt like the um, the uh, leadership had been democratized a good bit, or at least, you know, there was a sense that it <laughs> <Yeah. there> wasn't
5: <laughs> through, just... Through your di- directorship?
6: No, as in like, Neil, you weren't a leader, but you, you know, technically, but you were doing like most of the work, you know.
5: Oh, sorry. Mark market done
6: loads of the work. Democratised
5: well. or lazy? Well, no,
6: no, it's, it, that's, it's, this is the secret of leadership, <laughs> not micromanaging. And and there was just this sense there was lots of people doing lots of stuff. And Rob would have been yeah, there was. as well. Hmm. Connor as well, you know. Um, and that's why I hadn't really given it much thought, but.
3: No, and I mean like that. Like you're you're dead right. Over the years, like people definitely did become more and more involved, and it's great mm. to have that sort of buy-in across the group. Um, it just takes a lot of the weight off, and then you know, likes of Electric yeah. picnic, it, it, it opens doors for us that you know mightn't have been opened otherwise. Mm. Yeah,
1: totally. Um, I have my email here from second of October twenty fifteen from trinitones hi sam once again thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to do another audition in brackets such as the indecision of musicians you did really well and i think above all your musicianship and experience shone through unfortunately we have so few spaces to give only messing you're in see you tuesday half six As and Winty, lol. Banter, banter. Awful. That's (laughs) awful, really. And and and, uh, and I I responded saying, "Hi lads, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity. I can't wait to get going. Out of all the choirs, this is the one I wanted to be a part of the most." You really should have said. Unfortunately, I only have (laughs) so much time. I only have seven days a week. (laughs) it's <laughs> I, I, I was I was definitely telling the truth. Um to be honest I thought I, I felt quite lucky that I did get in because I think it was it was quite a big group certainly that side of Christmas. Um certainly in the baritone section we had a well, there was I mean, there was four baritones. Oh it
0: was there was a huge it, it felt big here, it, it? it felt
1: it felt very big. Um Yeah, so yeah I, I you're right. Feel, I did feel very lucky to get in. Um Is that
5: because we also had Dermot do we have, we had a few people like Ben who only could commit for the first half of the year.
6: So myself and Dermot definitely didn't give any heads up. But I think it's just been yeah. Christmas is a bit full form book. But...
5: And, and did yeah. Rich leave that year as well? Yeah, Rich oh, yeah. left. He did. Maybe yeah.
1: before, after
6: Christmas. Yeah, as well.
5: we lost, we lost re- a big chunk. And, and,
1: and, and got Rajat in. And Yohan. And Yohan left.
5: And Yohan left. I'm uh, sorry, Rajat yeah, yeah, so
1: joined halfway through the year. Yeah. So four yeah. Years. Lads, I didn't realise you were under so much pressure around Christmas time.
3: Yeah, thanks, Ben. Yeah,
5: well, yeah. you added to it, Ben. You were probably. Um...
6: Uh, but I had long given up singing at that point in the group.
3: Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, um, I think like the the next or the like the second video we released after Dirtbag. Dirtbag. was after the storm. It was. That was that year, wasn't it? And that was yeah. that Christmas. And uh, mm. like Ben, I'm sure you probably orchestrated that. And it was like, it was your big goodbye, but nobody knew anything of it.
6: So, so I didn't orchestrate it and I was actually quite surprised
1: that you decided to do it.
3: Really? I I remember being surprised. You'd already
6: recorded it. Well, Mark recorded it.
1: We did a few recordings, I think. We recorded that and a couple of other songs. I remember we got
6: that, oh, that girl in yeah. from Trinity
5: Film or whatever it's called. Yeah. Was it just that Mark had She was, oh, gig, really? I, I remember, I remember. What had happened was we planned to record Stacey's mom and she was going to do it. But our recording of Stacey's mom wasn't good enough. And, we, love and on top. Rob, we did
1: love on top as well.
5: But there was we didn't believe we had we a good enough script for the music video. So what we, instead of not releasing a music video, because we re- recorded Stacey's mom at the beginning of that year, again, and the recording was okay, oh, and yeah. rather than not releasing a music video, because we had this money to spend, we decided we had a really good recording after the storm, so we'll just record that and we'd get to Stacey's mom when we could.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, remember, Stacey's mom was professionally,
1: right. professionally recorded. Stacey, Stacey's mom was, or yeah, not in the yeah. shop, I guess. Yeah. 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 No, no, down in no. Uh, down, down down Court
3: Street. Street. La- uh, yeah. Lamplight or something. Was it?
5: Lamplight
3: Studios, yeah. Uh, yes,
1: yeah, so, so there was that video, yeah. After the storm, we, we got that done. I I didn't actually, I wasn't able to do the filming at all for that. Um, but uh, that came out. That was that was that was a good video. Um, yeah, I'm but we had a serious case
3: of uh, se- second album syndrome there. Oh, yeah. Like so it, took, it, it took it yeah. took us years and years and years to hmm. you know to get a video out.
4: Do you remember trying to record Stacey's mom with uh with like several headphones splitters? I remember. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't halls, it was in oh. Fairchick. Yeah, the horse from Fair Chick. Robbie recording, was, studio was recording in there. us. Yeah. Yeah, because Rob, Robbie was oh. doing MMT, so he'd access to all these recording. <laughs> so he said he'd record us. And uh, yeah. I mean, I think we had a few. We had a couple of swings that there was one in Halls, though, as well. Do you was remember? That? Yeah, there was. Did we like record a few? Some tracks in there, and some, yeah. In, yeah, it wasn't. There was definitely, I remember listening to those, they just, yeah, there was nothing any mixer could do with them, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, 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 that whole we were like
6: l- tr- trying so hard to like learn how to record that mm-hmm. was a big part of Gen 3 and 4. And I think it just the choir literally just became better, and by yeah. Gen 5. You yeah. could actually record us, and it sounded okay. Whereas up to
1: that point, it was just not didn't sound nice. Mm-hmm. I remember having to learn so much music in the first. Yeah, but I love, I loved, but I loved it. Like I, I just loved. I like when you join. It's because so, it's so different, and maybe put under that pressure to make a good first impression. I bloody loved learning all those songs, and and then um, what happened uh,
2: was particularly in the smaller intakes. Um. by the time it had been established like that, there were a lot of carryover songs because you needed carryover songs. Like some gigs yeah. that we did, we just needed to have a really big repertoire and, and sometimes mm. things just weren't appropriate. Um, yeah. Like Tim Schill in the nursing home or whatever. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there was a lot of carryover songs. So basically new people were just, it was just like, you're just going to have to pick it up as you go along. I remember we yeah. used to throw in a... At, at the end of rehearsal, we'd like throw in an old song. We'd say, let's sing through this oh, yeah, for the yeah, sake yeah. of the new people. And then it was oh, kind of yeah. like, right, go home and have a look at that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. There was method to the madness, Ben. <laughs> oh, man. I miss the madness.
1: We'll keep going. Um, so, yeah, after the storm, I have here 46,000 views. So, yeah, as Rob said, second album syndrome. And then we'll get to the Stacy's mom video, which I haven't clicked into the videos, but both of them are sitting on forty six thousand views. Both oh neck and neck. Neck wow. and neck. So, um so but I think it was great to bring to do a couple of videos after having not done any for for a few years. And while it's hard, it's a hard act to follow dirtbag. Um I think I think they're I think they're they're nice, especially looking back on Stacy's mom's a great uh, for like greater uh, n- nostalgia for for our Budapest trip, uh, mm. post Christmas. Um, but before we come to that, I remember we did a brilliant gig in the Unitarian that Christmas. Um,
3: was that that year?
1: That was that year. Yeah, it was Gen Five. All right, I remember.
3: Yeah, late late tone show. <laughs> that was the candles. Yes, yeah. Tell that story, does?
4: Is that the candles, <laughs> of Rob? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Rob. Rob, you tell the story. Because the job broke all the rules.
3: Unitarian church. (laughs) I was on placement that year. So I was I was like off campus working full time. Was really wound up and I remember I missed sound check because I I couldn't get the time off in in placement or whatever. So um (laughs) the lads had obviously done the sound check and you know you're the guy that um you know, was was opening, closing the doors, and managing the space for us. Went mm. through the the T's and C's and all the fine print, and um, I obviously wasn't there for that. So it came to gig time, and we had um, the the bright idea that we were going to, um, you know, sing a song by candlelight uh, and, and turn off all the lights for it. And and I remember like distinctly the first half of the gig. Um, the guy was sitting in the front row <laughs> and, and he was, he was loving it. Like he was just, he was, he was laughing. He was having a, a brilliant time having a, having a, yeah having a ball. And then we took a little <laughs> break halfway through to set up uh, the second half of the show and obviously to provide a, uh, a space in which we could light the candles. <laughs> uh, so we came back out for the second half, uh, turned off all the lights and we were each kind of holding it. Handle um, kind of four different parts of the church, <laughs> and again, I thought we pulled it off. I thought it was great, really atmospheric, looked fantastic. Uh, we sounded great, and then uh, we kind of reassembled down, down the front of the church again in the line, and I spotted a man in the front of the crowd, and he was red with rage, absolutely red with rage, and and I had no idea. I was like, God, I was like, God, we obviously, you know didn't go down so well i was like maybe it wasn't (laughs) as good as i thought it was but then i was obviously after the gig he came up and approached us and and was just like furious about the fact that you know he had read the t's and c's and we had just completely ignored what he had said Mm. and uh, about you know the fire regulations or whatever and the risks associated with uh open flames in um you know centuries old church
4: uh (laughs) Yeah.
3: yeah, it was
4: bad for him, and he was actually he was actually really nice after. Like afterwards, he was like, "Look, like you know, he did. He wasn't even like he was mad. He was only mad because he explicitly said it. Like he was kind of laughing." At Skip after,
2: on so. a few years, and I sit right beside him in Lataric vocal ensemble. Still do. Um, oh, he I mean, knew straight <laughs> away when I came in first. Really? My first did you bring it up, Connor? Like that? But yeah. I dutifully apologized for what was clearly bad form on our part, <laughs> and they were best mates. Did he bring it up? Um, it he, he asked I, I me, could... "Was I was I in the group that that year? Right, that year."
3: That's Unitarian. Oh, I felt like I felt terrible about it because it wasn't as if, mm. like if I had known that we weren't to have an open flame inside the church, I obviously wouldn't have, you know, suggested it or directed it or overseen it or whatever. And like, I felt terrible about it because he was, he was, he was very upset about it at the time. Um, mm. And like, I remember like, I was going away at Christmas time or something. And I was like, I need to, to reach out and send an email and, you know, wish himself. And um, the other guy that was there at the time, like, happy Christmas and just apologize again. Because I just, I, he, <laughs> I felt he was like really, really hurt by it or something. Mm. And he obviously carried with with him for, for years and years afterwards. So as much as he uh, had let it go, he obviously hadn't. So sorry, 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 Jeff.
1: <laughs> the group have done two concerts there since, so he obviously didn't take it too much to heart. Um, yeah, they did have a spot. Yeah, that's
5: what I was about to say.
1: Yeah, but it's a brilliant because it's a, it's a beautiful event. I, I love the Unitarian. Every gig we've done there has been has been so good. Um, yeah, and it
3: was it was a great gig. Late late Tone show,
1: and. uh yeah, but lots of, I just remember it was such a busy, it was such a busy year. There's so much, so, so much that did happen. Um, like we could go into Hungary. I'd, I'd love to bring up a story from Hungary because yeah, the video captures a lot of what we got up
4: to <laughs> in Stacey's mom. Sam, this isn't, this isn't the end. The, you come in a taxi with us at the end.
1: no? Yes. Can we, can we talk about taxi <laughs> myself, Daz, Rob and Fergus? <laughs> where the, like one of the last people to leave our hostel and we were leaving it we were cutting it fine and and we got in a taxi uh can you tell that story does about the taxi
4: man yeah okay well <laughs> first off i think we had all like yeah and I, now i feel bad because obviously me and rob were you know responsible for all the lads and should have been a bit more diligent in, in getting the lads to the airport on time. But anyway, it happened to be a were smoking cigars, drinking cans on the hostel while uh, while everyone was trying to hurry us up. And we were like, oh, we've like t- three hours, grand. We'll just get a taxi by ourselves. So Sam was like, "Uh, I don't know if that's a great idea, but I'll just <laughs> stick with you anyway. You're older than me. You must know what's going on. So uh sorry for leading us right, Sam. But anyway, uh we, I think... <sighs> Now we got into the taxi. We got the taxi eventually. We were in, like, no real rush, obviously. Obviously, it's it's a lot harder to coordinate everyone, so I understand why everyone left early. I just... <laughs> we wanted more time to drink cans, clearly. But we got into this taxi, and I think Rob was like, uh, do you mind if we smoke cigars? And he was like, no, of course not. <laughs> we were like, okay, fine. Do you mind if we drink cans? No, of course not. Get in. So... <laughs> and he was he was he was like uh i I think he was like wearing a leather jacket a balding chap probably around mid-40s uh wearing big aviator sunglasses and he was blaring out like the hardest euro trance like proper you know proper like proper tunes going on and uh yeah we just we listened to like really 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 loud hungarian trance music for half an hour or so while smoking cigars and cans in the back of his taxi Yeah, know, yeah, it, it was good times
1: that taxi drive kind of captures the essence of that those couple of days in Budapest where there was a lot of messing and a bit of singing, not a lot of singing to be
2: honest yeah. huge amounts of time spent looking for the right coffee shop
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah I definitely yeah. can't be blamed for that
0: <laughs>
1: yeah That's one of my least favorite things to do with Trinitones was trying to find somewhere to eat or as as a group of 15, 16 people uh, (laughs) on being unable to make a decision.
2: (laughs) We saw absolutely nothing in Budapest. I've actually been there twice, I think, since or once on the other side and once since. And in retrospect, the only thing I can remember seeing with the Trinitones was just some like... 1990s 2000s kind of residential slash office space where we managed to find a coffee shop which was like the peak hipster at the time (laughs) and that took about two hours and then I think we managed to find somewhere for food and that took so long that was what resulted in in missing the train to Keshkamesh.
4: Flat wide out of 10 Winty. (laughs)
3: 11. (laughs) 11 worth it. Well worth it. Well worth
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> and we remember
1: it was snowing as well. We did, we did, we got back into Hungary after doing the gig in Kecskemét, which is where, as we said in the first episode, that's where Paddy and Lindsay came up with the idea of trinitones And we and we went to the baths. That was good fun. We went to the that baths. That was great. Yeah, that yeah, was great. That was so like the only cultural proper cultural thing we managed to do. But um, and then I'd like to bring up a few more things. I'd like to bring up the RTE documentary in uh yeah. Inside Trinity, which we which was actually I think they did a rerun of it on TV during during the pandemic, I think, when there wasn't there was obviously wasn't much else to Yeah, it was renamed
3: but. they they changed the title, it was normal people. <laughs> <it> was <French>. <laughs> 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 but
1: that was great. I thought that was we, we were very lucky to be a part of that, I guess. <laughs> uh Rob, you you might be able to explain that so they were following the what of
4: the what of acapella rap, the the what of? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry
3: worst week of my life. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so they they were they were in the college for the entire year actually, and yeah. I think they did four episodes, and it was like the four, or maybe it was three episodes in three terms or something.
0: Hmm.
3: Um, and then we featured in in the last episode, um, and and they spent a decent amount of time with the choir, like they. Um, they sat in on rehearsals, and then they kind of followed us in the in the run up to uh, to Trinity Ball that year. Yeah, uh, and I guess they were just trying to get an impression of like life on campus in hmm. the college, because obviously, hmm. like outside of the walls of the college, like there's, I think, a lot of you know, there's a lot unknown about kind of what goes on maybe in college, and it's like it's kind of seen as a, I don't know a space that's kind of like cordoned off from the majority public or whatever. Mm. Um, and it was just to, to try and give people like a, a an insight into, into life on campus. So mm. we were, we obviously, you know, hugely important to the goings on <laughs> in, in Trinity. <laughs> uh, so it was only right that we had a, a spot in the documentary.
1: And then we were on again, we were on the telly again for the St. Patrick's festival also. Which yeah, we got a decent of, bit
3: of coverage that year. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. With yeah Keith sure.
1: Walsh. Keith Walsh joined the Trin- Trinidons for a matter of seconds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you remember, though, the way they edited that when we were singing? We were singing Happy, and we did a few takes of it. And the way they edited it, they put one take, which was in a certain key, and they put another Happy. take. Which was in a different key, and they managed to put them together, and it—it was—I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, "They have not just done that," and it worked. Like it—it—it it, it sounded like one led to the other, but like, like we knew the arrangement. It was like that's not what it's supposed to sound like. We we're singing two completely different keys. <laughs>
3: yeah, talk about uh, falling victim to uh, editing decisions. Um, obviously, when when Inside Trinity was aired. Like I did a Vox Pop with them and I was probably talking to them for the guts of an hour maybe in the GMB. And you know, like when you're in that situation, like I had no recollection of what I had said, like uh, completely paranoid about, you know, what segment of the conversation is going to be lifted, inserted in the documentary. I remember we were watching it in, was it Fionn's apartment or something? Matt's. Matt's apartment, yeah. So it was like the preceding episode, so we didn't feature in this episode. And it was like okay. next week on Inside Trinity, <laughs> um, and they obviously introduced Trinitones, and <laughs> you know they took a little segment of, of something I had said out of context, <laughs> um, and I was like, "Yeah, I think we have a bit of a bad boy reputation." <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right, and they just they left that in cold. The, uh, <laughs> of course they did. Yeah,
5: <laughs> like if you were if you were recording a documentary, that that line is golden.
3: Where did that line come from?
5: Right. Yeah, exactly.
3: What prompted it? I was talking about how we were viewed internally, particularly within, uh, kind of, let's say, the music department, maybe, or um within CSC or whatever, like, Hmm. um, like, I don't know. It was just like, kind of, we did our own thing. Didn't take ourselves seriously. Um, we were kind of messers. Um, and that's what I was getting at it. But like, I remember that, that week just being (laughs) complete and utter torture being like, Oh Jesus Christ. Like, what are they going (laughs) to air in the episode? What did I say? Yeah. Um, but it came off okay in the end, thankfully. I think the, the choir uh, came off well in it, so that was all that mm. mattered. Mm. And then we had, you know, a new byline then for uh, the next couple of years: the bad boys of acapella.
1: That year was the first. I think it was the first time we s- sang at a wedding. Or did you sing at a wedding? Or did you sing at a wedding in Gen Four?
4: Was God, there? A- I feel like we were doing yeah, it for years. Yeah, we did,
3: Dan, Dan and Kerry, you know. That was the most bizarre experience and I remember. Uh, like After I didn't want and... to get it married. <laughs> yeah. It was traumatising. But the expectation was that we would sit at the altar with the bride and yeah. groom facing yeah. the congregation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I remember, like, whoever was overseeing the ceremony, I was like, you cannot do this. I was like, this is this like this is their special day. You cannot do this. We cannot be put in this position. We're basically fifteen priests. <laughs> and they um they got us to sing them out of the the function yeah. room after they had uh, you know the, the celebration taken yeah. place or whatever. And like we sang mirrors, I think, like walk on top, slow I was think. it love on top? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Walking slowly out of the function room. That's a different one to I'm thinking.
4: I'm thinking of Mallow. I'm thinking the one in Mallow
1: where we... That had was to the one home. where the,
4: the gear was about two hours late. Oh, Jesus. The man. mics and all. Do you remember that? Yeah. We had okay. to get someone, I feel like we had to get someone to drive down with, like, or find gear in Cork or something. I don't
3: know. There was something missing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there was something missing. I
2: remember a wedding story that must have been around this time. Um, We had accepted the fee to write a special arrangement so that was the deal. You can have oh, yeah. our arrangements, you can choose from, it, or we'll write you a yeah. special arrangement. <laughs> for quid And it was a Michael Jackson song. Was it, because does anyone know was it was a BG Oh, yeah. The
1: way it you was... make me feel. The way you make me feel.
2: The way you make me feel, yeah.
1: And you sang with solo.
2: <laughs> so for my sins, yeah, I had this solo. And I've always been, like, kind <laughs> of very difficult to learn lyrics. And there were so many <laughs> lyrics in this song. But anyway, the idea was... They would walk in, you know the way people do, they walk in to the dinner, and and I don't know, everyone stands and claps them or something, they stand up at the the front. Well, no one, I think, had really thought about the length of a pop song when choreographing. (laughs) (laughs) So 20 minutes before, I'm literally, everyone's chatting, having a great time, I am drilling second verse lyrics (laughs) in the corner of the room. (laughs) And then... (laughs) And it gets to it. They make it in by the time we get to halfway through the first verse, they're standing there in front of everyone (laughs) and we're just still (laughs) plowing on. And so I don't know we managed I think I had a notion. I was out in front. If I hadn't like gotten the vibes, like I could have just plowed on. But I think I had a notion that maybe this wasn't the way to go and I, I peeked behind and maybe Neil, you were like, let's cut it halfway and we did, thank God.
1: But uh, any more, any more thoughts on on Gen Five? Because this is where we lose Connor. Oh no, no, we don't lose Connor. Sorry, Connor, you you stick around a bit longer. One more year, yeah. Do, one more year, one more year, and then <laughs> but we do lose Ben, Rob, and Daz. This is yeah. when you you bow out and uh, you'll be leaving us on this uh, journey.
5: Um, Bye. Uh, actually, we'll bring him back for a reunion tour, will we?
1: We are. Nice segue a reminder to everyone, tickets are on sale for the gig in The Sugar Club on the 16th of April. Trinitones turns 10. Get your tickets on thesugarclub.ie um,
6: No, no, thesugarclub.com
1: thesugarclub.com I said it wrong again, thesugarclub.com. We'd love to see you there. It's going to be great. Um, there are many left. Get in there soon. Yeah. At the time, you guys were this, for you Daz, Rob, and Ben, this was this was goodbye. How did how did that feel for you? I'll come, you can individually sign off on that. Well, I bailed out early, so
6: I had a <laughs>
0: glorious,
1: glorious finish to my career with "After the Storm"
6: and then the Unitarian gig where we sang "Bop It." So I finished on Christmas. Now, don't turn to the two boys; they had a proper going away.
1: Just for the record, yeah, we did a performance of the theme. The what would you even call it? The game "Bop it.
6: Yeah. Um, we attempted
4: to perform a boppet the game an interactive audio visual experience not just a song <laughs>
5: <laughs> this is what you can expect if you come to the 10th anniversary oh yeah the non-stop puppet
1: that that was on there was sheet music for it as well like was there, was there sheet? It. <laughs> of course
5: that's what we' have learned i from?
1: remember rob was really good at it rob you were kind of leading you were you were doing all the flick it I think you were doing
4: Wait, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> High score.
0: Medium. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Whoa.
6: laughs>
4: <do>, <laughs> that was lovely, Ben. Oh, I'm sure that'll come
1: across well <laughs> in the podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Excellent. Enjoyed that. <laughs> People will be sampling this for the next 40 years. And Daz and Rob, you are obviously coming to the end of your directorship, and you were also uh, bowing out of the group altogether. So.
3: It was bittersweet, obviously. I mean, we'd had, or I'd had four great years at that point, and uh, some high highs, and some admittedly low lows. Mm. And it was a shame. I think we uh, we puttered out my last gig with, uh, with Trinitones was, uh, I think, my oh, worst God. gig with Trinitones. And that was the... Uh, <laughs> the KBMG careers event. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that
5: was so <laughs> unbelievable.
3: <laughs> so I think I was more than happy at that point to say, you know, I'd, I'd had my time and, uh, it was leaving the choir then in very capable hands of, uh, yeah. uh, Neil. And, uh, yeah, I knew it was the end when, when we were out front of the RDS singing mm. a KBMG jingle. To yes. In an official
1: capacity anyway, that was, that was your last gig. So for people, people actually would have seen that because it was memed. We were memed a couple of years ago and it went very viral on an Instagram page. <laughs> I think it's called The Weekday or something. Oh yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know why we'd bring that back up. And they have one of those clever captions just about, uh, oh, I'm going to KPMG to do like an internship. And then this is what working at KPMG. KPMG looks like or something like that yeah
2: and, I get tagged
4: at uh, that every so often by friends who want to annoy me yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit
2: cleverer than that now it was like oh you tax the audit nah cappella.
4: yeah that's it
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you
1: Connor well it, Connor
2: you well remember that's it. that's
1: it exactly and yeah we are performing We Too La Crunch but instead we're singing KPMG Declan O'Byrne his last gig I'd say as well front and centre and <laughs> at the end yeah. <laughs> <So good>. Amazing. <laughs> the best way to go. Confu-
0: confused. A confused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Daz, any final thoughts from yourself?
4: You know, the story continues, doesn't it? Yep. There's X, XV, XX, <laughs> XXV. Hmm. X, X, when will it end? So, you know.
6: I'm looking forward to the first um, Roman numeral that doesn't have an X or. A yeah, v.
4: exactly. D is it? Fifty. L. Is it D or L or what is it? C. No, no C no, is one hundred. I think D oh, is fifty yeah. and D
1: is L, 50 L is five hundred. L is five hundred too. Yeah. Mm. Well, on that note, yes, you you may have left an official capacity, but you never leave Trinitons. There's yeah. always something to bring you back, and like this, like the gig we're doing. In just a matter of weeks so we're all buzzing for it and we can't wait to be singing together and if uh, on easter weekend so we're gonna leave it there um we've reached gen 5 uh and next week we will look at one of um an absolutely massive year uh for the group the new era i'm calling it <laughs> um as we um and a lot of other big milestone things that happened um so we'll look forward to that. Um, but I'd like to thank uh, thank you all, but especially thank uh Rob, Daz, and Ben. Uh it's been a pleasure. Hopefully we'll have Connor back next week because that's your final year, Connor. Um, Absolutely. But um yeah, and uh thank you for listening, everyone, and we will look forward to sharing more tales next week on the Ten Years of Tones podcast. But for now, for me and all the lads, thanks a million. Cheers, lads. See you soon. See Good you now. Bye. KPMG. KPMG.
0: KPMG. 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 KPMG.